0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night, ladies, gentlemen, those dignitaries of other disposition and those whose pronouns have yet to be invented, all of you, I bid welcome to this episode of Sotscast. Today is a solo show, personages, delightfuls, all those of you who are attending unto my words. A solo show unless, of course, you know I were to receive a call during the recording of this broadcast. You never know what's going to happen next on Sotscast, but I will uh, clue you in for one thing that's about to happen, which is I'm going to read for you an opening statement, something to keep in mind for the the entirety of this show. There's a quotation uh, sent to me at 11.03 a.m., just a a short half hour, slightly more ago, by one Exile Deschamps. He says to me this, the end of suffering is inevitable. So why are you suffering now? He put that in bold text. So I actually read that first part again and then I'll proceed with with the message, he says the end of suffering is inevitable. So why are you suffering now? Once that becomes a fucking brainworm, you've entered the stream. Make that your project, your own freedom. Escape the moribund cycles of Zawarudo. And then he sends an animated GIF. And there's a a YouTube video associated with it, which I'm actually going to click. I'm not going to play the audio because I don't want anyone to, uh, you know, to uh, become offended by the use of copyrighted material or anything like that. Oh, uh, this is from a certain show called JoJo. Uh, Stardust Crusaders, the secret behind Dio's stand. That's the name of the video. And and it's uploaded by someone whose name is in... uh, not Japanese, rather that appears to be Korean characters. Yes, uh, they've got thirty thousand. No, sorry, thirty point three thousand subscribers. That's a nice, a nice number to have. So I'm not going to give them any more. Instead, I'm going to return immediately to what Exile just said to me. He says, uh, "Well, actually, after that, so so after that animated gif, where it says Zawarudo, and it's a, and it's two, an anime uh, hero or, or villain, perhaps I don't know, man." A man uh, who, who casts a sort of flame about him that implodes on him. Uh, and there's, 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 he's sort of hovering in the air, uh, up in the air, uh, or maybe leaping down upon another man who appears to be some sort of cell or something. And there's a few others standing nearby in, in suit jackets. So, for those of you who know the story, perhaps you can contextualize this for yourself. And for those who don't, allow it to be mysterious. But so the, the caption to this gift that Exile gives us is The World in quotation marks, capital T, capital W, the world, and then the link to the YouTube video, uh, which I will spell out. Oh, who gives a shit? HTTPS colon slash slash Y-O-U-T-U dot B-E slash lowercase J capital N lowercase U capital H underscore underscore capital X lowercase J then uh, lowercase L, unless my eyes deceive me, in which case it could be a capital I, but it does look to be a lowercase L from here, a lowercase T and then a lowercase O. and he edited that at 11:34 just before the broadcast. Just after the broadcast, one minute after we began recording here or attendant, he sent me a link. Uh, to https coin slash slash studybuddhism.com slash n slash tibetan dash buddhism slash tantra slash kalashakra slash overview dash of dash kalashakra all right ultimately he says he just added this now your awareness becomes free of the world's time i'm actually going to open that up ladies and gentlemen i'm going to open that up but before i go in and, and give you anything about this uh, overview of kalashakra uh, by Dr. Alexander Berzin is, is the author of this essay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little brief advertisement, and I'm gonna wet my whistle, so to speak. Uh, Calypso spiced rum is the beverage of the day. Calypso spiced rum. It's got a buxom piratus on the front cover. If you are a buxom piratus, you might want to sip a little of this. or... oh. oh. If you wish to meet a Bucks and you may wish to sip a little of this. Or vice versa, if you, um, well, I don't know, you figure out the logic on it. I don't do that sort of thing. I'm more interested in the rhetorical arts. And right now, the finest rhetoric is, is uh, persuading you to purchase this beverage. It's a premium imported rum with spice, other natural flavors, and caramel color. Where it is imported from... That remains a mystery, at friends, but it's bottled by famous imported brands of Louisville, Kentucky, where they actually manufacture this thing remains a secret, a secret known only by those uh, who, who look it up. So do you own, well, okay, I'm not going to say the word research because that has a sort of, I mean, isn't that sort of a dog whistle at this point, so to speak? So let's give it a cat whistle instead. Let's say this, seek out the truth. There we go. That's a better one. Seek out the truth. That's one, that's one no one can object to. So uh, let me just open this bottle, listen to it. Uh, That was the clatter of it hitting my paintbrush and then my ashtray and then my paintbrush again and landing on an empty bag of holy basil tea. Uh, But I'm not advertising them today, I'm advertising Calypso Spiced Run. And I'm going to actually sip a little of it right now. This bottle is almost empty, so don't worry, I'm not going to get too sloshed on today's broadcast, but I'm going to get a little sloshed, if you know what I mean. In fact, listen to this. That's it sloshing about right there. Now, uh, here's here's the guzzling. All right, that was, that was pretty nice. Uh, good heavens. All right, now we're, now we're going aloft, ladies and gentlemen. I'm about to read to you a little bit about color uh, and I'm going to inform you about a few other things as necessary. So so this may or may not be the first episode of this show, ladies and personages, gentlemen, and other demeanors. Uh, it may indeed be so, or it might be otherwise. It depends on the sequence in which we release them, but it's the one I'm recording right now. That rum really hit the spot and wow, it's like fire in the belly. I'm going to leave it at one little sip there for the moment and see how I elevate. After all, we do have over 40 minutes 45 perhaps remaining so so let's get right back into this uh it's eleven forty-four a.m here on the 21st of december surely you know what that is uh today is a wednesday sacred to mercury hermes trismegistus or also uh known as fourth to the egyptians uh also also for those of the northern realms uh wotan odin grimnir Oh the one eyed father, the all father, it is his day. Now let us let us proceed with the study of Kalachakra, the cycles of time and karma. This is this is authored by Dr. Alexander Berzin. It's got eight subsections to it. Uh, let me just read those off just so you know you know how deep into this we get, because I may not finish this, but I'm going I'm to give you a bit of a reading, you know. Uh, so, so the content overview, there's, there's eight subheadings. Uh, Kala Chakra,:. Colon, <laughs> cycles of time and karma. That's the start one. And then the second is "Liberation from the Kala chakra at cycles of time, the spread of Kala chakra. Kala chakra in the line of Dalai Lamas. Uh, okay, Kalachakra and world peace—that's something we can get on board with. The Dalai Lama—I've mm, heard that he's an agent for the CIA, but it is a line. You know, he was once an an innocent person. So, so uh, you know, in previous iterations. So let me go on Shambhala obviously is the next one. Assessing, that that comes after world peace, right? Assessing our preparation for receiving the Kala Chakra initiation. Well, that's one certainly isn't it. You got to know if you're ready for this. And then concluding the overview of the Kala Chakra initiation. You know, I'm going to skip a whole lot of these middle sections because there's a lot of things we could talk about today, all kind listeners. But I'm going to give you the introductory bit to this, I think, uh y- you know what actually I'm not going to do that at all. I'm not going to do that at all because I don't I don't this isn't a reading show. I I'll, I'll, I'll read messages that are sent to me uh, live on air and I will also uh oftentimes uh, take calls if they come in live as well uh, unless it's you know a call previously arranged and even then sometimes we'll bring in a second guest. So that's the sort of show this is. It's it's sort of an interview based show predominantly, but I do do solo shows from time to time. I like to get a couple guests together and do debates, a discussion also, uh, I do love a good a feisty debate, but if if my uh, if my uh, contestants are of too uh, peaceable or or or, or humble a uh, nature, then perhaps you know it can be reduced to a kindly discussion. Uh, I do a lot of advertisements. I rarely advertise the same company twice unless they actually pay me. Uh, but otherwise, you know, sometimes I do. I don't set any limits to anything on this show. Anything can happen. Some of them have an explicit rating on, on audio uh, broadcasting platforms that include explicit ratings. This one almost certainly does, given that I said the word fucking earlier, and then I think I said the word shit or something like that after that. Uh, but, but not every episode. We do have child-friendly episodes from time to time, so, you know, you, know, you can listen along with your children if it's, if it's, if it's applicable. But generally, I, I recommend not so much. I mean, younger ears, should be preserved from too much gnosis that you think i mean it's gonna come barreling in on you before too long so why hurry ah yes now my friends i think i think that this is this is a fine place to to emphasize uh well emphasize what exactly okay so i'll go a little bit into it you know today's show began at exactly 11:37 a.m on the solstice supposedly the darkest day of the year but i'm looking out my window ladies and friends it's a bright it's a bright day it's shining bright in fact the floor is white and so are the walls the ceiling is also white and there's white on the trees oh that's right there's a word for that it's called snow well it's not snow in the sky it's just a sky that's snow colored so so much for that uh as for a few other things okay that number 1137 that's the heavenly counterpart to 137 which is the hellish counterpart to the above fourth and that's a that's a dimension that i think a lot of you a lot of you are familiar with a lot of you are familiar with yes uh, a lot of you who, who enslaved to guys named rick for example or, or dick dick is another name that a lot of them went by richard various richards uh yes you know a lot of them were presidents a lot of them a lot of them were sociopaths a lot of them were were persons who who explored space and time or just space and not time or just space and a few other things anyways uh yes well well, for those of you who got free congratulations for those of you who are seeking freedom know that freedom is inevitable they can't keep you down forever listening to our show may be a path toward said freedom unless you take it too seriously, in which case it could possibly button you up a little harder. So so take careful notes. Be careful what you believe. Be careful what you uh, understand and be careful what you expose yourself to. There are mimetic hazards out there, personages. But usually, uh, a single exposure won't, won't won't harm you too much. It's when you it's when you really get obsessed with something that's really inconducive to your own happiness or freedom. That's that's what happens. And happiness and freedom are what pirates are all about. And since we are twelve minutes into this, and we did just pass the one, two, three, four mark, um, I'm gonna have another sip of Calypso rum. Even though my on-air producers are saying, don't sip it, I'm going to sip it. So, I'm going to sip it. Shut up. That little word, because I dr- <laughs> I drank almost the entirety of this entire bottle after my last interview, and I vomited all of it up. And then I lost all interest in the show for about four days, and I almost considered not releasing it at all. But then I took a very festive bath, and I thought about some things, and I said, you know what? Perhaps it's time to release it after all. I just got to review carefully what was said in all the previous episodes, redact anything that should have wouldn't have been said, add in the music. We always do the music in a second pass, but we do like to, you know. I mean, there's all kinds of great stuff, you know. I mean, our shows are predominantly live here at Sots Cast. the The numbering is not always consecutive, and it doesn't always mean anything either. So there's all, there's a high degree of randomity, and there's a reason for that. It's because it's because well, essentially, think of it like this. All right, SaltzCast may be a year-round show; it might go on all fucking year, you know. But but we're releasing it during the Yuletide season, and there's a, there's a certain section of late Yule that's been overlooked a little bit too heavily in in recent uh, centuries. In fact, and I want to I want to draw attention to that. I'm going to bring this up. Actually, I'm going to open up. I'm going to open up uh, my web browser, and I'm going to point it. I'm going to point it over toward uh to Wikipedia. So if you are following along on your device, n.wikipedia.org is is the place to go for this. And I'm and I'm going to type in a word into the search box there right down there Wikipedia upper upper right corner. I'm typing in the word Misrule. That's right, Misrule. Uh how do you spell it? M I S R U L E. It's coming. It's coming. Here it is. Uh, others call it misrule, perhaps. You know, that might be how you know of it. You might never have heard of this before, so, so just read this article. You know, in England, the Lord of Misrule, known in Scotland as the Abbot of Unreason, and in France as the Prince des Sots, was an officer appointed by lot during Christmastide to preside over the Feast of Fools. The Lord of Misrule was generally a peasant or a subdeacon appointed to be in charge of Christmas revelries, which often included drunkenness and wild partying. Well, we're not going to get into the sad part of the history of Misrule. We're going we're gonna to scroll down a little bit. It goes back a lot, a lot further than that, actually. Uh, some try to connect it to Saturnalia, but frankly, that's that's fake, that's a hoax, and that's that's a twist off by the Romans, because frankly, Saturn is dead, and Photemicus is the new god of time, spread that one around, Saturn, Saturn, that old pedophile, he, he was really interested in keeping things orderly, wasn't he, seven days in your week, 24 hours in your day, and and working working for the man all the time, isn't it, and then having a great deal of, of displeasure and unfreedom, well, we're not interested in Either of those things, pleasure and freedom, I think, are possible for all personages, but not under that sort of a timekeeping system. So, so I recommend, I recommend uh, for your consideration, for Temachus, the new god of time. He appears as a silver man, approximately uh, 49 years of age, but oftentimes appearing in body uh, much younger than that. Uh, sometimes he appears in gold, but yeah, he's he's very much a humanoid sort of of deity, a very young person, uh, younger than myself in fact, so cut him some slack, you know, being a god is a big responsibility, and a lot of you aren't cut out for it, so so he is, you know, but he just needs a little time. Speaking of time, yes, uh, you can pray to Phetemachus to speed up time or slow time down if you're having a great time that you want to savour, or if you're having a not-so-excellent time that you want to hurry toward your own liberation. So Enough on the religious matters. I mean, we try not to advocate any particular religion on this show. We do, we do. I mean, given the state of the world and given the state of the Mediterranean that at the time that I ruled it, you know, there is a certain emphasis on the Abrahamic faiths. Uh, you know, the, the the Christmas people, the 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 Jews and the 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 sons of of Islam. You know, all that sort of thing. That's where it's really at. Uh, as far as as far as you know, domination. Uh, politically, for some reason, at least in a religious sense. But but I do like to keep keep a, a weather eye out and a, and a fire burning for the fourth turning. That's to say, all the other traditions that got shut out. Obviously, we gave a big boost for Buddhism, but they're, they're, they're colonizers too, let's be honest. I mean, they were much purer of heart about it, I think, than some of the others. But anyway, um, you know, all indigenous faiths are worth considering as long as they don't involve. You know really repulsive uh practices uh and, and and that's that's for each of you to consider for yourself how repulsive it is but try not try not to judge those who are unlike yourself especially this holiday you know perhaps you just don't understand so maybe interview them ask them why they do what they do and don't don't try to fit other people into your cosmology because your cosmology is smaller than you realize and there are more things in earth and in heaven horatio than thy narrow philosophy can encompass uh, you know, you know, I do, I do like to every now and then flip randomly to a page of Hegel. So I'm going to actually do that right now. I've got a phenomenology of spirit I'm flapping it about a little bit, and I'm going to flip right onto oh, what have we got? Let we got here. Uh, the divine law which governs the family, has likewise, on its side, differences within itself, whose interrelationships constitute the living process of its actuality. But among the three relationships of husband and wife, parents and children, brothers and sisters, the relationship of husband and wife is in the first place the one in which one consciousness immediately recognizes itself in another and in which there is knowledge of this mutual recognition. But th- because this self-recognition is a natural and not an ethical one, it is only a representation, an image of spirit, not actually spirit itself. A representation or image, however, has its actual existence in something other than itself. And it actually goes on considerably from there. I would, I would keep going, but I wouldn't. Uh, and and anyway, you know, that's that's uh, that's well, okay. That's paragraph four, five, six. Uh, from the Ethical Order chapter of uh, C, and then in parentheses B, and then uh, the word spirit for those of you who like to read Hegel, I suppose. So we're about 19 minutes into this, 19 and a half uh you know I haven't received any fresh messages from everyone some sort of I'm sort of just you know soloing this show along I guess I guess introducing introducing what's coming up I suppose might be might be useful for some of you uh are you wondering like who is who is your narrator you know well that's gonna be gradually revealed. It's not going to be revealed all at once i i try not to get too personal too often but sometimes you know sometimes i, I say i let something slip so 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 yes you know you're gonna hear a little bit about me a little bit over time you know and every now and then i shout out my name you know so it doesn't really fucking matter you know just you know i'm, I'm just I'm, I'm mad as a hatter okay everyone knows that so so don't take me too fucking seriously you know i'm gonna have another oh good heavens you know they really don't want me to sip this rum uh, they do you want me to talk about it? The Calypso spiced rum. It's a premium imported rum. Let me, let me, let me. Uh, well, no, I'm not going to get into that either. Uh, let me, let me talk a little bit about sailing. No, no, that's boring too. What, what are we really on about today? I mean, I'm. I mean, it's only 20 minutes into this show. I was hoping to have a guest on, but then I realised a oh, solo show might be more of the way. Uh, since the guest that I dialed, and a sort of whim didn't answer so yeah we don't always line up our guests in advance and most of our guests are not published authors unlike many other uh podcasts that sort of sort of use it as a way to to get people who've got some sort of public project to bring them into the the, the public eye a little further you know it's all just a big old marketing scheme that has interesting conversations in between well as is the other way around because a lot of the companies i advertise don't pay me uh or have never heard of me in fact I sometimes i contact them after the fact and usually they get well you know sometimes they're fired. Uh, I suppose sometimes, and sometimes they might say, "Hey, do it again for a little cash," but anyway. But for the most part, it's just sort of it's just sort of all about spreading, spreading, you know, spreading the love uh, uh, and the holiday season. Uh, so, what's what's misrule all about? I suppose that's something you know. Since we are coming up on it, I mean, it starts on the twenty sixth of December, and it goes for about six days until the end of the year or the very beginning of the next but you know uh, the fairy queen would like to stress that unless you want to be hexed it's best to kind of roll it in uh toward the end there because you do need to get on with with the beginning of the following year you don't want your festivities to to spill on over long you know there's a great deal to be done this coming year is the year 2023 and we haven't had one of those in a very long time, friends, patriots and companions. All those, all those who live here, there and elsewhere, you know, I mean, I mean, comrades, elf, kine and cowboys, all of you need to listen carefully to what I'm saying. OK, 2023 is, is upon thee. All right and and it's time for fine federal fooling so for the following six days do an inversion of all things you were normally doing you know flip it about uh do it all publicly especially what you're doing privately let it be in public let there be festivity uh general route try not to hurt anyone but if you have to destroy things that's fine just do it in in a peaceable manner uh you know you know bonfires are great fun so is Dancing in in the streets uh singing singing together singing new songs especially uh you know, you know processions are always fun especially as long as they're joyful and so on and and you can you can you know kind of uh toss things into the air. It's always nice to have things in the air doing this rule if you've got an airship, it's a great time to launch it if you've got a weather balloon. You know, uh, if you've got a UFO, that's finest of all. You know, a great day for anti-gravity devices. In fact, you could say misrule is the holiday of anti-gravity technology. So if you have a, you know, a secret anti-gravity uh, device in your garage, this might be a good time to bust it out. If you get shot by the police, who cares? At least you became a martyr of misrule. And they go to whatever heaven they desire, friends. They aren't locked into the one that Muhammad or Jesus or, or, or Abraham or whatever set out for them. So so think about that, you know. Think a little bit about that, but don't hurt anyone. You know, if they have to hurt you, that's on them. It is on them Uh, because because your hovercraft will probably like kind of like bump into them and and float. I mean, you know what I mean? Like depending on the anti-gravity, if there's thrusters, it's going to hurt. You know, if you get run over by one of these things, if it's just based on magnetics, it might not hurt at all. Though, you know, you could run over a police officer in in some sort of anti-gravity device and it wouldn't even injure him. Uh, You know but then he like shoots you from beneath or something i don't know like what i'm saying is like it could be a whole different kind of john f kennedy experience uh so make sure there's cameras around you know if 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 you're going to go out that way uh but anyway uh you know and 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 call the cia in advance and tell them hey i'm ready for my assassination i'll be i'll be in this plaza at this time uh all right so enough i do like to make edgy rhymes from time to time so, so don't don't get too put off you know I'm a pirate, all right. So of course I hate the government. So I, I hate your government too, whatever country you're in, because government, government. I mean, it's a it's a false etymology. You know, a lot of people say it means it means to control the mind, and that's actually you know, I mean, it's it's sort of partially what they do. But I'm going to get you the real etymology, because I really hate false etymology. So I recommend going to etymology on. I mean, yeah, Edim online, e t y m o n l i n e. Go there in your web browser. They've got a search function too. So I'm going to look up government. Uh did, did you know the government uh actually outlawed misrule because it was too exciting? Uh they did back in back in uh what year what year was it? You know uh yeah yeah well okay so uh, 1541 was the first abolition it came back of course uh but then it then it got abolished again uh, and and so on. Um, that was that was in in the English Isles. Uh, 1431. Actually, they they shut it down a little faster, a little sooner on the continent. But you know, it was revived in some places from time to time. This is me reading from the Wikipedia. It was revived in some places from time to time, even as late as the 18th century. And you know, I mean, here we are in the early 21st. And it's reviving again. So government actually is a word that derives from the late 14th century. It means the act of governing or ruling. Only in the 1550s was it, was it uh, redefined as a system by which a thing is governed, especially a state. It comes from the old French gouvernement, which means control, direction, or administration, uh, compared with the modern French gouvernement. Government, I suppose. Uh, from from govern to steer, be at the helm of govern, rule, command, direct, from the Latin gubernare, to direct, rule, guide, govern. Originally, however, to steer or to pilot <laughs> And how about that? How about that? I like to say, let your soul be a pilot. Find your direction in life. That's the name of an audio cassette by Bill O'Hanlon that I frequently advertise just because it's always sitting here on my desk. And because I haven't had the pleasure of hearing it yet because I haven't... Well, okay, I do have a few, like, antique uh, personal computers, actually, in this room that probably do have functioning CD-ROM drives, but I... uh, I think I may be lacking the power supplies for these devices, so maybe I'll look into that later on, or maybe I'll just keep pumping up this, this song without ever listening to it, you know, uh, but, but I like it because there's two hot air balloons on the cover of the disc uh, on, the, on the jewel case. the 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 paper insert i suppose you know in the rainbow colored balloons so that's even finer you know a a rainbow wizard is one who's transcended all fine distinctions of color and is capable of swinging at you from any direction uh so so that's that's something to keep in mind you know and and it's good to be aloft doing this rule so if you can get into the air i know i i do a great thing on electrogravitics and 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 you know flying hovercraft uh, I mean, they, they told us they'd be flying cars, wouldn't they? It's almost 2023 already. But but but, anyways, you know, but if you don't have those sort of mechanisms, uh, bolsa wings, uh, they're very light. You can stretch some some like very fine canvas between them, perhaps flap a little bit. Uh, don't jump off a cliff, but a steep hill might be safe as long as you've got a proper crash helmet. Uh, some other things, you know, uh, hot air, of course, that's an old time-tested one. Uh, jet engines, just be very careful, you know, be careful with that jet fuel uh, rocketry is a risky, a risky, uh, you know, a thing for a, a fool to be messing about with. So so I'm saying get into the air by by comfortable means if you can. You know, if you've got a bunch of friends who've got a large blanket they could they could sort of toss you, as long as they're very good at it and don't accidentally get you at an angle, in which case there better be a second group of friends with a second blanket ready to catch you over on that side. In which case it could be sort of like human hacky sack, I suppose, or something like that. You know, and if you could be playing like a cornet or a trombone while you're bouncing up and down like that would be the ultimate in this rule. You especially if you're wearing a three-cornered hat or one that had tassels on it or, or, or something like that or balloons if you have balloons attached to your hat as you go up and down i mean you might need a strap under the chin to keep them coming off but I think you're starting to get the idea of the vibe of the presentation of the thing I mean this is how it's how it's spaced to get you know everything should be lopsided uh, crossworthy and, and counterclockwise if it must be or you can do it the other way round if you've been previously doing it the way that I described essentially mis about is about inverting things it's about doing things in a different sort of way usually one that you haven't thought of yet but one that makes some sort of sense based on its relationship to what preceded it. And the purpose of that is, is to just sort of understand where you're at, but also to, to have some fun, let off some steam. And then you can resolve back to the previous format uh, once again at the beginning of the following year. But perhaps you will have learned something during those six days and you'll have transformed it to to something you know of better cheer. You can perhaps find an end to your personal suffering or the suffering of your neighborhood, or perhaps better yet, your county, your borough, your district, Oh, your town, you know, so, so let's, let's all, let's all end the unfortunate aspects of this reality, persons, friends, companions, and all the rest of you, and, and instead consider whether, whether it's possible for you to turn that frown upside down, uh, okay, so I've, I've consulted very carefully with the production team, and that do say another, another sip of the Calypso Spiced Rum might be advisable, so I'm actually going to do another one of those right now, it's tasty stuff. It's tasty stuff. It can be a bit rough, however, if you, you know, aren't used to it. So, um, there's a few different things, a few different things you can do, you know. I like to, I like to take an orange. Yeah, I'm going to do this right now, actually. I'm going to take a point, you know, the point at the back of my finest paintbrush, sort of puncture this orange, all right? I'm forming sort of a funnel into it. The idea is to fill this orange with rum, right? So, to do that, you gotta, you gotta really kind of open up a whole proper plug hole on it. Uh, there we go. So, that's, that's kind of a small aperture. There we go. Because what it'll do is it'll it'll allow it'll allow your rum to sort of interact with the orange juice that's contained within the orange, and uh, and then it'll give you it, it just gives you something else to sort of you know flavour upon. So I'm going to pour a little rum into this orange right now here. I'm just giving it a little trickle. here. I'll t- hold the microphone down by so you can kind of hear the rum enter the orange. Uh, listen carefully. Okay, I'm not sure if anyone can hear that. It did splash a little bit over the top. So I'm just going to pour even more carefully in this case. It, it it takes a lot of... See, I don't have a proper funnel or anything like that. And I don't want to... I mean, I don't have that much rum left here. You know, What? why? Huh, no, I'm not going to do my old catchphrase. Because it's not true for me anymore. There's always more rum. There's always more rum. Uh, you, know, and, you know, I never run out anymore. So... So that's one thing is if you've got if you've got an old catchphrase that's sort of it's turning you r- around round the wrong way and you'd prefer for it to be another way, you can turn it to the new way doing Miss Rule. And if you like it, you can keep it that way. You know, it's not like everything has to go back at the end of Miss Rule. It's just that there's that possibility of if you didn't if you, didn't, you know, if 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 your foolings are too extreme to carry on for the rest of the year, essentially. That's that's pretty much the size of it. Uh, so, so yeah. Okay. So I did spill a little bit of rum on the desk, but so much for that. I'm going to see if I can sip this rum out of this orange now, if that's possible. You know, now that it's sort of mixed in with the the remainder of the orange. So I'm just going to take a little sip here. Hmm. Well, you know, it does add a slightly orange tincture to the, to the rum flavor, I suppose. It's, um... Leave something to be desired. I think my my orange might be too old. I don't know. It's got a, kind of a hollow sound to it. I'm not. I'm, I don't know. Anyway, uh, so so it's just things like that. Like think of something new, try it out. That's what you should do. Doing Miss Rule, listen to this show. So this show is gonna be coming out on a daily basis uh, during the entirety Miss Rule. It might go down to like a weekly show later on. You know, like once once the next rule get. I mean, you know, gets into play and and we we start proceeding in a methodical way and don't always have so much time to to sit down in front of the microphone but for at least the next i say a week and four days you can definitely expect to hear from me every damn day so so turn up turn up you know turn up for, for for good cheer and good times and and enjoy the the background music we've got we've got a great anonymous band uh for for this show so you know that's always fun uh, you know, clap your hands and and slap your knees, uh, dance, do a little jig, or, or a hornpipe, or, or a cavalcade, or perhaps you want to invent a new dance. You know, every, every pirate captain has his own uh, personalized dance routine that he usually teaches to his crew, so... So it'd be good if you had one, if you had such intentions. Uh and and then, you know, beyond that, what's it for you? You know, if uh, I find brilliant costumes, always good to have it, Miss Rule. And so are all kinds of other things. And if you're if you're under some sort of compulsion a slavery if you're captured, if you're if you're under duress, misrule Rule's a fine time to get out from under it, you know? To slide carefully from beneath your chains and shake your way free. So so if you're if you want to become freer, that's a good New Year's resolution to have. But don't resolve it at the new year. Resolve it now and then accomplish it by or on the new year. That's always good. You know, also because of randomity and all that you know sort of choosing things by lot that's a word that a lot of people don't necessarily understand anymore it just means that you you did it at random more or less you know you'll put your names into a hat and someone pulled out a name or you all drew a card and whoever had the best card won the game or something like that or even for myself i like to take i like to keep the the cardboard tubes that come in a in a in a tube of of cannabis cones the uh unbleached cones from ocb are uh, ones i like a great deal but uh uh you know you can but they oftentimes have these like cardboard tubes that sort of keep the paper from crushing in on itself. I like to save those, and you can you can use them as sort of like a like a shortened form of the yarrow sticks and do your own uh, aging reading. You know, there's all sorts of things you can do. There's all sorts of things you can do. All sorts of inventions, methodologies, and and schemes for misrule. So let me read to you a little bit about Kala Chakra since we've, we've made it in this far. And those of you who are listening carefully enough can understand it's twelve thirteen p.m. That's uh, All Bastards Are Cops. Uh, that's what that number stands for, I think. Uh, so, so again, uh, this is from studybuddhism.com. Uh, and it's presented by the Bears and Archives. Uh, so, so here we go. Uh, the word Kala Chakra means cycles of time. And the Kala Chakra system presents three such cycles, external, internal, and alternative. The external and internal cycles deal with time as we normally know it, while the alternative cycles are practices for gaining liberation from these two. The structures of the external and internal cycles are analogous, similar to the parallel between macrocosm and microcosm discussed in Western philosophy. This means that the same laws that govern a universe also pertain to atoms, the body, and our experience of life. The practices of the alternative cycles also follow this structure so as to allow us to engage with and surmount these forces in an efficient manner. Such mimicking is, in fact, one of the distinguishing features of the Anuttara Yoga Tantra method. Well... Well well uh you know you know this is all about time isn't it i mean i've been reading the time off to you often sometimes tell you what time or day it is and it's you know we're sort of releasing this in time of course uh, according to a sequence a pattern so, so let me just read the next uh next uh, paragraph here see what we got it says time in buddhism is defined as a measurement of change For example, a month is the measurement of change involved either externally in the moon circling the earth, or internally in a woman going from one menstruation to the next. Such changes are cyclical in that the pattern repeats, although the events of each cycle are not completely identical. Externally, the universe passes through cosmic, astronomical, astrological, and historical cycles. On an internal level, the body goes through physiological cycles, many of which bring about associated mental and emotional cycles as well. Furthermore, just as universes form, expand, contract, disappear, and then form once again, individual beings pass through continuing rebirths with repeated conception, growth, old age, and death well 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 you know and and we can we can extemporaneize a little bit on this you know I, i mean i do often mention the fact that i am a time traveler i don't always go into it and i try not to say too much i certainly never reveal the technology that i use to accomplish this task at least not until i've got you know uh you know, I mean, until, until I can start signing my own autograph and people lining up for, you know, once you get a certain degree of fame, hopefully that means you've got enough riches to, to support a proper bodyguard assemblage to prevent them from stealing your time travel device, isn't it? Because I wouldn't want any sort of, you know, government agencies taking away my time travel device, unless, you know, I was perhaps you know like an old boomer or something There's someone who's at the end of his life and says you know what i am not i am never going to be rich so i might as well just show the world what i got in my garage in which case you probably should do that and you should do it during a misrule so again before the end of the year if you've got some such device in in your garage i would recommend at least i mean if you're not going to put it in the streets at least show your nephew for example you know every every magician has a nephew and i know a lot of the guys who listen to this show happen to be magicians so so definitely give it a shot give it a shot uh now now i would also like to to call out uh, a certain era of time, you know, the, the the 16th century had a lot going for that, that people don't quite realize uh, or, or connect about anymore, you know, it doesn't get a lot of press, cause, mostly because of Shakespeare and Queen Elizabeth, but anyways, I digress, so, you know, I mean, those people at the end of that century and the beginning of the next, plus, you know, myself, to be honest, you know, kind of took took a lot of the air out of that century, you know, so yeah, I'm here to put the air back in, in fact, uh, you know, that's, that's part of my, you know, Project, you could say, but not really. I mean, the project is to show you how how you got in, so you can get out again. And uh, the civilization that you happen to be inhabiting kind of got rolling during that century, to be honest. So you know that's why I'm sort of focusing on it, but also because it's fun. There was a lot of colourful costumes. There were a lot of interesting ships about, and there was more magic, time travel, and aeronautical technology than most people talk about. So I'm here to sort of set the history straight uh, and, and, uh, you know, put the mystery back in. Uh, so, you know, if, if, if things seem a little too fantastical, if I start talking about things that you can't believe in, that's fine. Think, think of it as fantasy or something like that, you know, Uh, enjoy in that climb. Uh, but if you do find yourself capable of taking it seriously, maybe even more seriously than I do, just be careful. You don't let it trap you, you know, let it lead you deeper into, you know, your impersonal freedom and so forth. Uh, but I guess I guess I do need to kind of return to this article. We've only got about twelve no, not even eleven minutes remaining, and, uh, and I want to kind of look into. I mean, I mean, you know, the, the, the remaining bit of this article, because you know, there's assessing the preparation for receiving the kala chakra initiation. So let's kind of see how one how one decides it's a good idea to to get into this sort of thing. Uh okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm just sort of diving into the middle of this paragraph. It says, normally we imagine ourselves, others, and all phenomena to exist in impossible ways that do not accord with reality. We mentally fabricate fantasies of varying levels of subtlety and project them onto ourselves and onto everything and everyone around us. For example, on one level, we imagine we are born to lose. We can never succeed in establishing or maintaining a satisfying relation with anyone, and that the other person or external circumstances are never at fault when things go wrong. On a more subtle level, we are preoccupied with ourselves, thinking we exist as some solid me inside our head whom we fear no one will like and everyone will reject. Confusing these fantasies with reality, we act out of ignorance and the insecurity it generates. Even before any conflict arises, we are so nervous and self-conscious that we ensure the relationship fails. Our behavior not only builds up and reinforces a pattern of karmic potentials for problems to ripen in future relationships, but also triggers the ripening of past potentials in the form of present rejections. Before entering tantric practice, we need to understand that at least the grossest levels of our projections do not refer to anything real. No one is a born loser, and no relation is doomed to failure. Such understanding comes from an outlook on reality or correct view of voidness, corresponding to at least one of the Mahayana systems of philosophical tenets Buddha taught. Chittamatra or one of the several Madhyamaka ones. According to these systems, not only ourselves, but everything is devoid of existing in fantasized ways. The particular systems differ primarily according to the level of subtlety of fantasy they address. There we go. There we go. I just received a text message from uh, a certain a certain psychic who I won't advertise, since you shouldn't tell people who you're consulting with, or they might sidle up and steal your secrets, you know. But but she says I feel like if you release it now, it's not going to be successful the way that you want it to be. We need to do a reading over the phone and catch up on everything. It's twelve twenty one p.m. here. Well, I guess that's an answer. Then I'm not going to publish this show instantly. I need to discuss this with her first so i've got about how much time here then about eight minutes remaining in this recording about eight minutes to go so so we're just gonna kind of keep rambling on here or perhaps i'll, I'll switch off here for, for a musical interlude that's that's a good idea it is 12 21 p.m after all so here i'm gonna leave you with some tunes and i'll be right back Have it, everybody. I hope that you've enjoyed that little bit of melodic interlude. I certainly did. So let's let's sort of wrap things up here with the remainder of uh, of this paragraph. You know, um, it sort of it sort of says here essentially this is the this is the final paragraph of the second last section of this essay on Kala chakra. It says as a further preparation for tantra. Faith and confidence are needed in the tantric methods in general and particularly in those of its highest class and the Tara Yoga as constituting the most efficient and effective means for attaining enlightenment. Anyone having this confident belief, the frame of mind of the three principal paths and a background in Lam Rim is called a proper vessel for receiving the Kala Chakra Empowerment. We must judge for ourselves if we are sufficiently prepared and you know what since we've gone about five more minutes why not why not just dive into it you know uh overview of the color chakra initiation well the initiation process spans several days with the first day being a preparation ceremony followed by usually two or three days of actual empowerment the most important part of the initial procedures is taking refuge and the Bodhisattva and Tantric vows. Without all three, we cannot actually receive empowerment, although we may witness it and derive great benefit. The empowerment itself involves a complex procedure of imagining ourselves transforming into a series of special forms, entering the mandala of the Buddha figure Kalachakra, and experiencing in it a sequence of purifications and the awakening and enhancing of potentials for future success in the the practice the mandala is an enormous multi-storied palace in and around which are 722 figures including a principal couple in the center the master conferring the empowerment simultaneously appears as all these figures not just as the central one thus throughout the process we visualize ourselves our teacher and our surroundings in a very special way the steps of the initiation are extremely intricate, and without familiarity, the visualizations informed can be quite perplexing. But if, as a proper vessel, we take the vows with full sincerity and at least feel strong faith that all the visualizations are actually occurring, we can be confident that we are receiving the empowerment With this basis secured, the next step is seeking further instruction and then trying as sincerely as possible to travel the full path to enlightenment as presented. In the Kala Chakra Tantra, that was originally published as a chapter of uh, Alexander Berzin's uh, book, "Taking the Kala Chakra Initiation uh, in Ithaca" by Snow Lion in the year, 1997. Well, everyone, that's that's all that's all good, fun and games for the future. What are you visualizing right now? Hopefully you're visualizing a pirate. A pirate who's taken a more peaceable path, has turned to the microphone, set aside his sword, shakes out his dreadlock wig, sips a very, a very gentlemanly tiny sip of rum. Calypso spiced rum at that. And, uh, and and regales you with holiday cheer at the end of the year of twenty twenty two. I'm looking out my window, there's snow on the ground, sky in the air, and branches underneath the snow that's on the trees. So as you can see, it's a pretty it's a pretty uh, you know, sort of uh you know, two tone landscape, I suppose, dark and light and, and interplay. Well well think of Miss Rule as the as the rainbow between the dark and the light, you know. There's a whole range of colours, many of which are rarely seen in your culture, your civilization. So again, bust it all out. If you if you've been hiding something, if you've got some sort of secret project that you've been developing, maybe it's not quite ready yet. Well, who cares, man? I mean, it's misrule, right? So if it doesn't work, that's part of the part of the fun, you know. So, but if it does, wouldn't that be exciting? You know, seeing you in your in your hoverboard rolling right out of your garage or or wherever it is that you've got it. and and taking to the streets so you know you probably don't have a license for that thing so so maybe you know be prepared to to run from the law you might want to check out the top speed make sure you can out, out out Speed any police cars uh or, or or maybe like attach a you know you just like put the license plate from your car on there if it, if it resembles a car you know maybe they won't realize that there's no wheels you know you know what i mean anyway i'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up here we've got about thirty seconds to spare I want to give you a good shout out to 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 all the patrons of this show most of whom you wouldn't believe in so I'm not even gonna say their names and and for the rest of you you know have have a good time have a great time. A wonderful time in fact, you know, because time is running in. Ha, it's not running out. So 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 for that, henceforth and forever, I'm Captain Jack. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Yule tide and a new year. Year number five, it just started today. So enjoy.